This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. Welcome to a very special edition of Faith in Action here on Catholic Radio. Uh, Most of you know this is uh, where I introduce myself as Jim Ganley and our co-host as Bridget Ayer. And most of you know Bridget as being a very uh, methodical, very uh, uh, well-tuned hostess uh, of the program here. This particular program is going to feature two guests that might be unruly, who knows. Uh, One of the guests (laughs) is me, uh, as outgoing general manager here at Catholic Radio. The other is Gordon Smith, as incoming uh, general manager of Catholic Radio. And we're all working without a net, so to speak, this morning on our program, so this ought to be fun. We're winging it. (laughs) We are. Good morning. But but let's uh, start winging it with a wing and a prayer. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of us, your faithful, and enkindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit instructs the hearts of the faithful, grant that by the same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolations. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Amen. And it's been through the Holy Spirit, really, that Catholic Radio Indy has been able to be on the year be on the air for 17 years. And Jim Ganley was a huge part of, um, in addition to the Holy Spirit, absolutely making it work. And, and today we're going to take a little look back at um, Jim's time here, and maybe even before that, like maybe even how you got into radio. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I've actually interviewed Jim. Uh-oh. So I'm going to learn something Uh-oh. new here. This could be dangerous. <laughs> it could be. I've been in radio since 19... 19- the tail end of 1965, actually. My first year was 1966 in radio. And uh, started in a small town in Wisconsin, moved to Minnesota, to Michigan, to Indiana, and I've been in Indiana for about 50 years now. So I'm curious, Jim, are you a cradle Catholic? I am. I am. We uh, uh, cradle Catholic, uh, five brothers and sisters, four brothers and sisters, and uh, large Catholic family went to church every Sunday, and like everybody, you know, as you grow up to be a teenager, okay, if we have to, we do, uh-huh. and, and you go to church, you know, uh, but eventually that kind of settles into something you want to do rather than something you have to do. And then how did you then get into radio? Did Was it something that you wanted to do, like when you were a kid? Mm. Did you like play with radios? Oh, and- absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I used to, uh, for some reason, always wanted to be in radio and I don't know, when I was maybe 10 years old, had a little recorder down the basement and uh-huh. had a, a microphone and things like that. And back then, I lived in Minneapolis, back then a 10-year-old could safely take the bus downtown by themselves. And I was a semi-permanent fixture in some of the radio studios downtown. And I'm sure some of the air talent would look out the glass window of the studio and say, oh gosh, he's here again. That kid. <laughs> Doesn't he ever go home? <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it and... Uh, Started out in the small town of Wapaka, Wisconsin. What's really cool, if if you haven't heard this story, um, Bob Typen, um, well, I guess you could tell the story. Bob, sure, Bob, sure. Uh, yeah, tell us about Bob. Well, the uh, this would be what, close to 20 years ago mm-hmm. now. I lived in uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, was managing a radio station over there. And on Saturday nights, we would drive to 
Indianapolis. We had some friends here that played cards. We played cards with and went out to dinner with on Saturday nights. And sometimes we would drive to Indianapolis and do that. Sometimes they would drive to Terre Haute and do that. And this particular evening, um, Sharon, my wife, and I uh, were at St. Lawrence Parish and uh, for the five o'clock mass on Saturday evening. And uh, this guy uh, introduced himself after after mass as. Uh, Father let him speak for a few minutes, and he introduced himself as Bob Typen, and he indicated he was an accountant, and that he felt moved to uh, bring a radio, a Catholic radio station, to Indianapolis. And he, you know, freely admitted he didn't know much about radio, uh, but just wanted to get some comments on that from the congregation. So we invited everybody who was interested just to stop by and talk to him in the narthex after mass, and. Nobody did, <laughs> except me. <laughs> One person. <laughs> In fact, that, 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 that held to be true for all of the Sunday Masses as well, too. Bob did go to the Narthex, and nobody else did. Uh, but uh, in our short conversation, I just told him that, you know, I've been in radio at that point for, I don't know, 35, 40 years, and um, told him that I'm managing a station in Terre Haute. I'm not looking for a job, but if you should need... Uh, you know, have any questions that you want to answer, maybe uh, if it would be appropriate to be on our board or an advisory or whatever, if I can be of any help, call me and we exchange cards. And that was three years before Catholic Radio ever came into existence. And three years after that, uh, Bob and the uh, folks at Hoosier Broadcasting, uh, through Ed Railing as a broker, were uh, negotiated a deal where they were going to in effect, lease a radio station for three years. And once they got that agreement all signed up, uh, they started to think, you know, uh, gee, we're going to need somebody to run this. So he did have some questions for you, too. Like, uh, <laughs> can you be the GM? <laughs> well, yes, it, 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 it did boil down to that. It, Was that the first question you got there, Jim? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> Bob and I met again, and uh, e eventually, you know, the rest is history, so to speak. We, we um, met with George Maley, one of our board members, and had a little conversation, and it was decided that, okay, as soon as we do get this thing on the air, and it wasn't on the air at that time even, but as soon as we do get it on the air, we need you. So uh, th that's where it all started, and I moved from Terre Haute here and. I've been here for 17 years now. And uh, this is the time when Jim will usually give me this, the cue to re-intro my guest. And so guess what? I'm going to re-intro my guest. I'm talking with Jim Ganley and also Gordon Smith. So we've got our, we're passing the torch here. The outgoing general manager is retiring and we're passing the torch to and, Gordon Smith. And I've got Smith. a line that I've been waiting, waiting, waiting to use for somebody to say, Oh, Jim, you've got such big shoes to fill. Well, I know Gordon, and he has very big feet, so it's gonna it's gonna work out just fine. Well, you know, Gordon, um, you've been around really with Catholic Radio since the very beginning as well. And I remember before me even. Yeah, as I remember um, I was talking to uh, Gordon about this just the other day, where um, I used to write for the Catholic Moment, and um, I sat down with. Um, with Bob Typen and Gordon and, and did an interview with them. And we talked about Catholic radio. They said, how can we get that in the newspaper? And so Gordon, tell a little bit about how and why you got involved in Catholic radio. Well, thanks Bridget. I, uh, um, at that time I was interested in Catholic everything. Mm -hmm. I'm a convert. I've been a Catholic for, uh, 39 years now. Um, and, 
But back in those days, uh, there was no EWTN. There was no Scott Hahn. There was no um, Catholic radio, certainly. And um, I had a little background in the area, very little, but um, I was interested in Bob's idea. And so I knew Bob from some other events uh, and organizations in town, and I decided that I wanted to be involved. So I signed up to be a board member early on. So Gordon's not uh, not just walking walking in here cold, so to speak. He's <laughs> and Gordon, describe if you would an early board meeting for Catholic Radio that didn't have a station. What did you do at a board meeting? Well, I read the news and Bob read the sports, <laughs> and that was it. No, we. I'm I'm kidding, of course, but um, we just it, it was a chicken and egg game because. Sure. Um, we had we had a desire, uh, we had the impetus behind us, but we, you know, ever you said to somebody you wanted to buy a Catholic radio station, mm-hmm. they'd say, "Show us the money," and, mm-hmm. um, and then we went to the bank or wherever to raise funds, and they said, "Well, where's your station?" And so we we had a hard time initially, and in, in running into a what it amounted to a rent to own situation right. Um, right. was just perfect for us. And, and you mentioned money, people. Uh, think of radio stations maybe you know kind of like a shoe store or a fast food restaurant you just put another one on the corner and if you've got enough money you just buy buy it from the guy who owns it now and you take over radio not so much uh, because there's only a limited number of places you can put a radio station on the dial so that all the radio stations aren't just bleeding over each other so there are virtually are no new radio stations in Indianapolis. They change format from time to time. They change call letters from time to time. They change ownership from time to time, but there's not any more of them than there were 10 years ago. And when you talk about money, people are always surprised when you talk about the station that um, Catholic Radio began with, WSPM, two and a quarter million dollars. Wow. And you think, where does a fledgling organization (laughs) come up with two and a quarter million dollars and fortunately well not fortunately but we did not have the catholic radio did not have the money and fortunately they were able to work out an agreement with hoosier broadcasting where it was kind of a rent to buy situation and the rent was about twenty thousand dollars a month so you can imagine catholic radio's beginnings we had uh no listeners no donors, no underwriters, one employee. No staff, just one employee, Jim, and, right? And a $20,000 a month obligation to meet. So when, when, this, when this happened, um, when, we, when we started the rent to buy thing, and what year was that roughly? 2004. So, and this, I'll ask this question to both of you. Did, did you think it was going to fly? Who wants to go first? <laughs> Well, initially, it was a three-year agreement. Okay. No promises after that. Uh, it was a three-year agreement. And did it? Did we think it was going to go beyond that? Well, I sold a house in Terre Haute, bought a house in Indianapolis, and moved my family over here. So I was kind of hoping it would. Yeah. What about you, Gordon? I mean, what, what was your thought, you know, early on with Catholic Radio? I'm going to claim that I was too young and dumb to know any better <laughs> at the time. Um, looking back at it, it was probably a foolish move, but the Holy Spirit was behind it, and um, it, it, the Holy Spirit really pushed this along. There's no reason this should have ever succeeded. Absolutely. And talk a little bit about that, Jim, because we, we've talked, 
many times on the air uh, when we do our share that, um, you know, radio stations come and sure, go. Sure. Um, talk a little bit about the business of radio and how Well, well, how well to be, uh, as Gordon was saying, uh, we, we didn't start off with the ideal situation. If you were buying a radio station, first of all, you'd want to buy one that puts a great signal over whatever area you hope to serve. Then you'd hope to get one that has a great following with lots and lots of listeners that are going to, you know, just jump right on because you own the station. Mm-hmm. And you'd hope there's uh, lots of... Uh, businesses that are used to being sponsors on that station so when you take over they'll be sponsors too mm-hmm. well we didn't have any of those any of those things at all but we did have the holy spirit on our side and uh, a lot of guidance and it's really been that way all the way along i mean uh, on one hand you know you could say well we stumbled along we were fortunate to hire some good employees and things like that as we grew but really it is all Holy Spirit. We, uh, um, MJ Crowder was our very first part-time employee. At that point, Bridget actually started doing this very program uh, on a strictly a volunteer basis over there because we didn't have any money. <laughs> we just had $20,000 in debt every month. And so that was our entire staff originally. And uh, my wife, Sharon, was helping out way back then as well. But uh, then Barb Brinkman came on as a uh, very, very part-time uh person to go secure underwriting and did a good job at that and we lived that way right there for 10 years and uh, at the end of the 10 years we actually ended up making the final payment so to speak on the radio station and the license was transferred to us and we moved to our current location here and at that point um, shortly after that MJ uh, decided to move on and Barb Brinkman hung, hung with us for several years quite a few years and uh, did a great job. And we were fortunate to hire Patty Zunica in our, our front office. If you've ever called Catholic Radio or visited Catholic Radio, you know Patty. And uh, just incredible people, incredible people. And when Barb left us, uh, Val Bendel came on board. We were blessed to find Kent Blanford, our production manager, whose life situation was just such that he was looking for. <laughs> Kent uh, graduated with a degree in broadcasting long time ago and uh, wanted always wanted to be in broadcasting always wanted to be in evangelization and uh, ended up selling software to nursing homes which is what put the food on the table for the Blanford family mm-hmm. and uh, that was just necessary that's the way it worked well his situation changed and when this job became available Kent was looking for part-time work in the field of radio that he'd always wanted to be in and a chance to evangelize, which he'd always wanted to do. And it was just a godsend. It was. And it's worked out ever since. We need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Jim Ganley and Gordon Smith um, passing the torch here at Catholic Radio Indy. So stay tuned for more. Across America, there are quiet heroes changing lives every day. When disaster strikes, they lend support. They give hope to those in need, warmth to the cold, and help to those society ignores. Over the past decade, they have given more than $1.5 billion and 700 million hours to charity. When it comes to making a difference, the Knights of Columbus are on the front lines. Become a Knight and be the difference. Learn more at kofc.org. Because of the virus, shipping slowdowns, and shortages of raw materials, many sources are encouraging you to get your Christmas shopping and shipping done earlier than usual this year. 
Remember, if you'll be buying anything on Amazon, first go to smile.amazon and register Catholic Radio Indy as your favorite charity. It costs you nothing and will get a small percentage of whatever you buy. If all of our listeners do it, it can really add up. You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Uh, Jim Ganley is in the studio with me, co-hosting as well as Gordon Smith. So we're we're doing a show, passing the torch. <laughs> Jim Ganley's been our longtime station manager, and Gordon Smith is the incoming station manager. And uh, so we're you know we're going to do some uh, mud wrestling here in a little bit to see who, who wins out as we go forward. Uh, well, we're to, across the table. We could arm wrestle for <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, arm wrestle. That, that's what we're going to do. Um, well. Before the break, we, uh, Jim, we were talking about. You know, if I missed anybody in that list, I'm very sorry. You, your wife. We need to talk. You did. You did mention her, but I want to talk about her some more because she really has been awesome. Oh yeah, she's Absolutely. done basically everything. Uh, yes, yeah, she has. She, <laughs> Literally, she, she has a little experience in radio. We Sharon and I worked together in radio in Columbus for quite a few years, really. And uh, when we moved to uh, Terre Haute, that. Uh, she did not work at that radio station. She worked elsewhere. But uh, when we moved here, she thought she was done with radio. But uh, it, uh, we, we talked about having a staff of one. We did. We had a staff of one and better, way better than a half because Sharon, at home, even though she didn't have an office at the uh, pyramids where we were over on the northwest corner of town and uh, didn't have an office there, didn't have a computer there, didn't come in every day, did work for Catholic Radio every day at home. And she actually created the logs that the um, station follows every day that has every single announcement all day long of what announcements are going to run at what time, how many times a day are they going to run, and it keeps track of how many announcements each underwriter runs. And uh, each month we send uh, the underwriters uh, an invoice or a statement on their uh, account of uh, billing of in effect for the underwriting announcements that they run and Sharon and I would do that at our home dining room table during the early years well or all 10 years really so when they hired a uh, Jim it was a twofer right <laughs> yeah, absolutely it was absolutely at least well Gordon I want to um, bring you in here a little bit more and talk about um, your background you uh you you're a native of Indianapolis I am and um Tell us about your faith growing up. You mentioned you were, you were a convert. I am a convert for 39 years. I grew up as a Presbyterian. I went to uh, one of the big Presbyterian churches in Indianapolis. Um, and uh, about the time I started dating my wife, Marianne, um, I, I would go to church with her and her family, and I would um, see what they did, uh, how they reacted, and so forth, and I became good friends with the pastor of their church, St. Luke in Indianapolis, and that was Father Paul Courtney, just a wonderful, wonderful priest that was a founding priest of that parish. So a lot of people will come into the church, you know, via their spouse or, you know, maybe a friend that, you know, they recognize that they would go to Mass with them, and they thought, wow, this is kind of cool. What was it for you that really made you want to become Catholic? Well, I, I did want to uh, meld into the family, of course, but really it was the effect of, of Father Courtney. Uh, and I went through a process that is now called RCIA, but back then it was didn't have that name. 
It was actually just myself on the rectory couch and Father Courtney at the desk across the, uh, the den of his residence. And we did that uh, every week for weeks and weeks. And he answered all my questions, posed uh, um, different situations to me, and I just fell in love. Well, you mentioned earlier in the in, in the interview about you felt that Catholic radio was so important um, and that you wanted to be a part of it. You know, when you you and Bob started out there in the early days, you know, on the board, um, what's it been like for you, I guess, to, to listen to Catholic radio and why do you feel like it's so important? Oh, Catholic radio is just essential uh, for people that want to stay informed, uh, stay up with the news, stay um, religiously affiliated because... Um, and, and I think back, for example, during the time of the, uh, the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. when we couldn't attend Mass and receive all the sacraments, uh, wh- what a godsend having um, on-air possibilities to uh, at least spiritually receive the, the uh, sacraments was. So. Yeah, in fact, um, Jim will remember we got a letter from one of our listeners that said, you know, we don't have... Um, TV, we don't have internet, we don't have like anything, but we have radio. And, you know, thank you for providing the mass and the spiritual food that we needed during this time. I was like really shocked. I didn't know many people <laughs> didn't have TV or radio or, or, or internet, but you know, there are people mm-hmm. out there that don't, don't have those things. And I, I just kind of blew me away. Um, we just ahead. put electricity in at our house recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, many of many may know you, um, from, you know, St. Maria Goretti uh, Parish, um, and you also were the founder of St. Joseph um, Agency in terms of you sold insurance for a while. Um, I'm curious, you uh, have decided that we would dedicate our upcoming share to St. Joseph. Obviously, you have an affinity for St. Joseph. Why is that? Well, we are in the year of St. Joseph as uh, promulgated by our church, and uh, St. Joseph was a man's man. Uh, He didn't say anything that's ever been recorded in the Bible, but uh, he was the uh, he was the influence on his son, his his stepson, Jesus, and uh, raised him in a way that allowed Jesus to become our our Lord and our Savior. So Joseph uh, was very important in salvation history. Now, one question that everybody always wants to know of the new person are we going to have a job tomorrow? <laughs> well, that too. But uh, oh, there's another question. Okay, what's the other one? They want to know. Okay, so what changes are you going to make? What are you going to do yeah, what's your differently? Vision? Yeah. Uh, w- see me after the meeting, Bridget. <laughs> uh oh. Um, I have a vision. Um, I'm trying to uh, not rock the boat as I as I enter the boat. I want to keep things the way they have been. But uh, one thing that I see is I want to poll our, our listeners, our constituents, and our board members and find out uh, how they listen to Catholic Radio. Um, then there's at least seven ways you can listen to Catholic Radio Indy. And I also want to find out the types of programs they, they listen to and they like. Um, you know, because we, we want to serve our constituents. We want to bring souls to heaven. And that is our only goal. I got to ask you, Gordon, I'm going to ask you this too, Jim. What's your favorite show on Catholic Radio Indy? Do you have a favorite show? Well, this one, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay, okay. What about you, Jim? 
Actually, uh, Cresta in the afternoon is kind of one of my favorites. Uh, EWTN has lots of great apologetics programs where Mm -hmm. they teach the nuts and bolts of the faith, so to speak, and that's good. We can all use exposure to that. We can all learn from everything, you know, that you hear on Catholic Radio. But uh, Cresta kind of tackles some pretty tough topics in the afternoon. And if you're not used to listening to him, he's on at 5 o'clock, from 5 to 6 o'clock here on Catholic Radio. And he'll tackle a serious issue on the political scene, uh, on the international scene, the religious scene, uh, all, all from a Catholic standpoint. But he's not afraid to take on the issues, and he'll bring on some uh, pretty controversial guests even from time to time. The, so I have two shows that are my favorite show. Um, the Catholic Cave, one of our locally produced shows, which is kind of a deep dive into philosophy, and they, they take on some pretty interesting cultural topics. I really like that. And then I also like the other one, More to Life, which is I think is, airs Great daily show. at 2.30. Uh, or 10 uh, 10.30, o'clock. I'm sorry. 10.30. Or 10, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Um, but that's a really good show as well. So there's just, no matter when you turn it on, 24-7, you're going to get great, uplifting programming that's just really going to set you on fire in a good way. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you hope to accomplish going forward, I guess? You know, what's, what's your vision in, in terms of, like, what do you hope happens as you go forward? And, and Jim, I want you to take a look back <laughs> and same for you probably as well. Well, one of the things I, um, I have in my vision, um, and I have to explain this by explaining um, that during the time I've been involved as a board member, technology has changed 100% at least three times yeah. in 17 years. Think back in uh, early 2000, we didn't have smartphones. Uh, we barely had flip phones. Um, we, mm-hmm. we didn't have um, the internet like it is, wireless. Um, Alexa hadn't been born yet. Alexa was not around, <laughs> and we didn't have, um, we barely were using email, uh, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe just business. But And um, social media has really emerged, too. No social too. media at all. So, yeah, that's a big thing. So, Jim, looking back. Um, but I didn't get to finish my. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> that's okay, Bridget. I got a one-minute cue over there. <laughs> So my vision is that we find new and better ways to deliver programming to our audience and um, take advantage of all these new technologies we have. And really, that's what it's been all about since the beginning. And uh, certainly new things will come on the scene technology-wise that we haven't even thought about yet. And uh, hopefully Catholic Radio will be there to take advantage of them. Well, it's been a, a real honor, Jim. I've learned a lot from you um, over all these years of doing Catholic radio with you, and I uh, hope to carry the torch forward as well. But you and I will be uh, co-hosting this show for a while, so um, um, Gordon, I'm sure we'll be uh, co-hosting as well sometimes and just having a good good time spreading the faith, right? Yep. Our guests today have been Jim Ganley and Gordon Smith. Thanks so much for being with us today. God bless you. You have been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400. 
or email jim at catholicradioindy.org.